Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Doesn't Screen Must Be Free. My name is Andrew McGuire. As always with me is my lovely wife, my co-host Beatrice Lopez. Hi everybody. Hello. And we are doing another Superstore Sunday and we are talking about Season 2, Episode 10, Black Friday. Black Friday! This is a big episode. I could just do it, just me do the... (laughs) Okay. Next time, it's just me. I wanted to do it too. Okay, we we alternate weeks. No, no. It's not organic. It's not organic. Fine. All right, go do, on. Do you, do you want to do it now? <laughs> you just have to have the last. <laughs> Can't just let me have one thing. I did something different. <laughs> I was clapping for you doing it. Okay. Good job. Fart sound doesn't work. We'll do a different sound. There's so many different sounds. There we go. <laughs> Silence. Okay. Nice. So, since we got that out of the way, uh-huh. let's talk about this episode. Black Friday. Black Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Friday. I stay home on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I usually work because, you know, retail. Retail, duh. Uh, although I've never worked in a company that was a big Black Friday store. Um, I've worked in stores that were The like, Afterthought. Yeah, Afterthought or post-game Black Friday stores. Um, I worked in a lot of home... I, I worked mostly in the home decor sector. So people would get their gifts somewhere else and then come to us to buy the decorations to decorate. If they haven't already decorated. Or they would buy like the wrapping paper to wrap the gifts they just bought. So that would be my kind of thing. I've never been at a Walmart or anything like that. And I'm going to point out real quick, because this episode starts before the store opens and ends when the store closes at minimum at 11.30 because Dina makes a point to say that it's 11.30, uh, 11.13 p.m. at the end of the episode, and then they go to work for a little bit and then close. So it's at minimum 11.30 if it's not midnight. And the start of the episode is 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. So they're there for at least 21 hours. At least 20 and a half hours. They're like really long days. Yeah. I, I, nobody would have worked that shift ever. Um, Who's taking care of the baby? Bo? Bo must be taking care of the baby. Yeah. Or the dogs? Or the dogs. That's right. They have dogs. To watch the baby. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that will ever come up again. I'm pretty sure he went out to another Black Friday sale and the baby's just at home being watched by the dogs. That is definitely something Bo would do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary to think about. Yeah. Um, this episode starts with like a horror movie stinger. Yeah. Like they're showing the, the like line to get in, and people were like camping out in tents and stuff, and it's like playing like horror movie music. I think it's like the slow burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Amy says, "I hate Black Friday." Uh, 
And then Jonah's super excited about it. He's never worked at Black Friday before, so oh, he's yeah. filming it. For some reason, he has to just film everybody's reactions and talk to them about how they feel about Black Friday. Yeah, because he says it's the Super Bowl of retail. retail. But what he doesn't get is that when you're in Black Friday, you just get in, get out. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk to anyone. Exactly. And nobody wants to talk to him. They're having a potluck before the store opens. Um, and they eat the coal. I guess we never necessarily find out which food is the culprit. I'm glad that not everybody harped on Sandra's cold spinach casserole. Yeah. But, yeah, Amy says, oh, I love having her cold spinach casserole. And she says it's supposed to be cold. It's supposed to be served cold. Mm-hmm. Um, Unlike her disposition. Amy brought stuffing. Why would you just bring stuffing? I don't know. She brought stuffing. I mean, if every person in the store is supposed to bring a dish, I guess she brought a side dish. I think everybody just brought side dishes. Probably. That's usually what happens with potlucks. Yeah. It's, I've, store potlucks are always a tough thing because there's only like a few people who really know how to cook, um, and even less people who know how to cook, like, enough to feed everybody. Like, the idea is that you're supposed to, a potluck is supposed to, everyone's supposed to bring food so you don't have to cook as much. But really, it ends up being, like, one person brought in really good chili, one person brought in a decent casserole, and if everyone else brought in, like, bags of chips or cookies. Mm-hmm. And then, like, by the end of the day... No one's touched, like, one of the items, whatever it is. Sugar crash. Yeah. Um, but we don't see what else anyone else brings. I, we, they just mentioned specifically, like, they kind of, like, handle Dina's the food. Dina's brought oh. some kind of vegan dish. Yes. And Amy thinks it was that that caused Tof- sickness. Tofu turkey. Yes. Yeah, tofu turkey. So she brought the main dish, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would have like, eaten it, though. Yeah. She's like, oh, who who enjoys that? And she's like, oh, well, who eats the flesh off, like, dead birds? Oh, my gosh, if you really want to get into this, mm-hmm. of all the items that we just said, mm-hmm. cold spinach casserole, mm-hmm. tofu, furky, whatever. Yeah, tofurky, yeah. Stuffing. Mm-hmm. What's the thing that most everybody enjoys? Stuffing. That's probably what got everybody sick. Mm-hmm. She was accusing everybody. Yeah. And she's, like, having problems at home. There's a lot of stress there. I bet you. Yeah, she didn't cook it right. Yeah. Um, mm. So uh, they're doing the whole potluck thing. Jonah asked Garrett for advice, and his advice is get the camera out of my face. <laughs> um, he gets really mad at him this episode. Yeah. It's, like I said, I've never really worked at, like, a big... Actually, I don't want to say that because there was one year where we had, like, to limit, like, the items in the store, like, one per person, like, that kind of thing. There's been two times we've had to do it, but one, only one of them was Black Friday. Um, the Black Friday one was our store was selling Beats by Dre. Oh. And they were, like, the same price as everywhere else. They're like it was. I don't even know. 150 bucks, under 200 bucks, whatever. Those were like the hot thing. Yeah, and we got like eight pairs of B 
beats my drag. <laughs> that that's so eight customers. Like so, literally after the eighth customer, we didn't we were sold out, and everyone after that was pissed off at us. But I don't I don't know. Um, there wasn't a stampede or anything. We were able to keep it pretty you know cordial. Um, the other item again, not Black Friday, but that was lamer, and Ooh. I don't know why it was such a thing like around the door. You know, you have to remember, I started retail in 2002. Mm -hmm. So, a long time ago. Long time 18 ago. 18 years ago. Yeah. The uh, the internet wasn't quite exactly a thing yet. I mean, it was around, but it wasn't like the thing it is now as far as yeah. shopping goes. So, as seen on TV was the big thing of the day. And it was called the Pasta Perfect. Oh. Did you remember the Pasta Perfect? It was a pan with a... Get this built-in strainer in the lid. Oh my gosh! And, I think I remember that. And it was like thirty bucks, and for whatever reason, everyone needed this thing, and we were selling them by the palletful. Wow! Like going through like we went through like five hundred of them That's over crazy. the course of like. I'm hoping people are making a lot of pasta with those things. Mm -hmm. It was just so weird. There was such a big craze, and I don't know, but it wasn't Black Friday. Um. He asked Cheyenne how she feels, and she says okay, but she's tired, and she hit something. She <laughs> thinks she, she hit something. She thinks she hit something, but she was too tired to check. Yeah. Um, he says that's horrifying. He says that's a little horrifying. I. It's a little illegal. Yeah. We don't really talk about the jokes too much in this show. We kind of, like, talk about them a little bit, but we don't. I don't think I've ever really criticized a joke. I don't know if it would have been too dark, but I would have loved it if she did it with the same tone because she just seems out of it because she's tired. If she said, I think I hit someone, oh. but I didn't stop to check. But that might have been too dark. That so would have been too dark. So they said, just Cheyenne say something. like that. Yeah. Um, Glenn tells them that they it's always busy, but they just have to stay calm and collected and stay Obama cool. Or... George and, W. Cool yeah. for the one who didn't like Obama. Yeah, she, he's like, we know how you feel. Roger, maybe, or Robert. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we know how you feel about Obama. You can stay George W. Bush cool. Remember how cool he was on 9-11. And then Garrett's like, like what's 9-11? <laughs> like, you even hurt? <laughs> no one told you? <laughs> he's so gullible. I think, but I mean, it's really like good. Like a child. He is, Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the thing, though, is to keep calm. I think a lot of people that work in, in Black Friday get, like, really worked up about what it's going to be. But if you just stay cool and collected, although in some places we've seen the footage online, mm. like, and they do the same thing here. You can't really, you just got to worry about your own safety at that point. Yeah. Because they, they actually break down the door. Yeah. They, they break down the door. And breakaway doors aren't meant to do that. They're supposed to break away out, not in. Oh. So they didn't just break away the door, like breakaway doors. They literally broke the doors. And those are going to have to get repaired. Um, but before that happens, they're doing the morning meeting, and he says, stay cool and everything. And then Dina says, you have to, if you act. get in a jam, act assess, communicate, and then um, 
Take action. Take action. And, and she explains what each word is, but in a condescending she, way. She says assess just means assess. Communicate means communicate. Okay. Take action means take action. That's nothing to explain. Hmm. It's um, actually in... I mean, I've watched a few different ones over the companies I've worked at, but it's actually one of the things they talk about in guns, like gun safety or active shooter trainings. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've seen that yeah. in training videos. Yeah. So I think she's just reading it, like repeating it from that. Then Amy, like, lists off what everyone's jobs are. And I listened to this a few times to write it down, and I just, she was talking too fast for me. Um and I don't know, I wasn't familiar with any of the terms she used. I know that she did make up the terms that she said to uh, Jonah. Jonah. But I think she did that specifically to trip him up. Yeah. Um, but I don't, like she says, we'll reconcile the TKTs at the end of the day. That's like one of the things I kind of latched onto because I'm like. Take backs? Take backs. Could be, actually, that's probably, that's a good one. Or tickets, like. Reconcile the inventory to the take e t, uh, TKTs would be like take a ticket maybe. So like the larger items in a store sometimes have or higher priced items have take a tickets. So you take an item and then you buy it and then you get it, which mm -hmm. we did with the Beats by Dre. You would have to take a ticket because we had them behind the counter for safety. Or like if you go to a store and buy furniture, you'll do that and then go around the store to pick it up in the back. Or well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you kind of get the idea. When when I was a kid, they did that for uh, video game systems. Yep. You would take the ticket. Um, I think if you go to Target now, they have it for, like, those drivable cars. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if that's what she's talking about, but, like, I'm not sure. Um, for some reason, Mateo and Cheyenne are put in charge of line management outside the store. Yeah, it's weird. That wouldn't really be given to to employees that way like with that many people they probably would have like a police president uh, presence or at least a security detail of some that's kind. what they had at the walmart yeah uh, the one of three times that i went yeah and we do know they have a security guard they do so that but really he doesn't really do his job he doesn't but the, he he should have been on that mm -hmm. but it sets up the idea that customer asks them to put aside a tv and they're like no and then he's like i'll give you 40 dollars each so they get the idea, oh, we can take bribes from customers. And that kind of plays out through the episode. Yes. Um, the pharmacist, I, I just never remember his name. Yeah, I don't really recall his name either. The next episode, I'm going to write down his name in my notebook. Yeah, yeah. Is We don't, I mean, I think the problem is we don't really see him much. No, and he wasn't even supposed to be in this episode. I mean, technically... He says that nobody fills out prescriptions. On Black Friday, he says Black Friday is a really easy day because no one's filling in prescriptions. Yeah, so there wasn't really any so, reason for him to be there. Yeah, except to work on his screenplay. Well, I mean, I think he has to be there. It is a pharmacy. That's true. Um, but he's going to work on his screenplay. It's about a pharmacist who invents a pill that le lets you use the entire your entire brain. Like Limitless. And Glenn says, oh, like Limitless. He's like, it's not like Limitless. It's, it's inspired. inspired by Limitless. Mm -hmm. uh, so angry. Because Glenn is talking to him because he wants to see if the pills he's taking are okay. Because his wife gave him Jerusha? pills. Jerusha? Jerusha. Yeah. yeah. 
Jerusha gave him pills to help him stay calm. And he says, ah, oh, you should be fine. It's a small dose. And he goes, wait, did you drink anything today? <laughs> he says, I had three mugs of juice. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. That's fine. And then he turns around and goes, wait, I lied. It was seven mugs of juice. That's I didn't want you to judge me. Too much juice. That's too much juice, Glenn. <laughs> oh, my God. And I thoroughly, I don't know why that thoroughly tickled me. I, I thought it was that funny joke. as well. Hmm. He, that's further, like... Ah, oh, what's the word? Well, either way, it it proves that he's a child, like I said. Yeah. Only Evidence. children drink that much yeah. juice. Yes. Um, goes over to Amy, who starts to feel nauseated. Um, and her name tag is Brittany, I think. True. Um, but she's starting to feel nauseated. She says nauseous, and, and Jonah's like... Oh, nauseated. He's like, wait, sorry, that's a, a tick I'm trying to work on. So he's kind of getting self-aware that he does things that annoy people. Um, he, but he's talking about the running of the bulls, like. Oh yeah. Like, like Black Friday is the closest they have to the running of the bulls. I guess he's kind of right. Hmm. Um. But she starts feeling nauseated, and she's like, "No, I don't usually get sick. The last time I felt like this," and then she kind of stops. And we find out she thinks she might be pregnant. Yes, because she was feeling sick. She thought she might be pregnant. Mm -hmm. That is the first precursor to the major plot point of this episode. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and I guess this is when the uh, customers break down the door because they were just setting up the store at that point. And then the customers break down the door because Dina's going to count down from 60 to 1. And she's like saying every single number. Yes. Um, and the customers literally break down the door, and Jonah's like filming them, the customers, and like, oh, just stop for a minute and tell me what Black Friday means. And they just trample them. See, there is Jonah doing something that's not his work, his mm. job. What? Why, Jonah? So, Black Fridays are interesting in the fact that most stores are all hands on deck on Black Friday, like, it's a mandatory work day. So very, 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 very few people have it off. So you usually kind of have a lot more free time. Oh, because there's a lot of people already working. Yeah. And I think he's kind of taking advantage of that and not, but, and no one's stopping him for whatever reason. Oh, because he would have messed it up anyway. That is true. Um, again, working in home decor and, and stuff, I really wasn't getting hit by these, these like massive crowds. But we still had every single person on, so you were just like, I don't, I don't know what I, I have nothing to do. <laughs> like it, it was neat. Like even as a manager, I'd be going around, and be like, oh, so you still got this area clean? Cool, awesome. But Jonah is not a manager. No, but I'm saying like, eyes. Like even as a manager, because like when I was when I was a teenager working, I was just hiding in a corner and no one would know I was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Because, I mean, it was busy enough where even if you did get caught, you were like, oh, I'm just looking for something for a customer. Okay, bye. Nice. <laughs> Not now, though. But oh, that's kind of cool that you were working that job as a teenager. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I started that, like, when I was a 14-year-old. So I was doing it for a while. Um 
Garrett's like making an announcement that he's like, I guess we're open. Have a nice <laughs> purge. Uh, Glenn, like throughout the episode, is taking those calming pills. Yes. Um, I think I've, <clears throat> I physically saw him take two. I mean, it's not bad. I, I saw him oh, take. Oh, what? I, four I, times? I've seen him. I saw him take like four pills at least, and you can kind of figure out that he's been taking him more than that. Because anytime he gets even slightly stressed, he takes one. Oh boy. Um. I don't think they're working if he's taking that many. Well, he doesn't think they're working, but they are, is the problem. Um, it's kind of like someone who doesn't realize they're getting drunk or oh. someone who doesn't realize they're getting high. And they're like, I don't, like, I don't do drugs, but I always hear this about, like, people who take edibles. Like, What's that? So, like, a brownie with, like, pot. Oh, edibles. Yeah. Um, that they don't think that anything's working, so they'll they'll eat, like, the whole brownie when you're only supposed to eat, like, a quarter of the brownie or, or an eighth of the brownie or whatever. And then suddenly it'll just hit them all at once. And that's what happens with him later in the episode. Oh, yes. Um, Amy buys fi- the pregnancy test. Turns out it's negative, And that's when they reveal everyone's getting sick. And it's revealed because she's having, like, a heart-to-heart with Jonah, and he's all of a sudden like, oh, God. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm bothering you. He's like, no, I just... And he, like, runs to the bathroom, and Gina, like, slams her, almost, like, knocks her over running past her to get in to the thing. Um, again, calling her Rodriguez. I get it. Like, she's done that a few times, even though that's <laughs> not her name. Um, oh, it was definitely the stuffing, because I don't think Gina would have eaten anything that... Sandra made. That is true. She wouldn't eat anything that Sandra made. Um, I'm trying to think. Is she is she vegetarian or vegan? She's vegan. Stuffing doesn't necessarily have to have. But it's bread, right? Isn't that made with yeast? But I don't think she's like that. I never. I'm realizing that I've never made bread, and I don't know what the ingredients of bread are. I'm just like, well, you bake it, so it must have eggs in it. I mean, but I guess that's, that's not really true. Because actually, now I think about it, when I made the pretzel thing, it was just yeast and water. Yeah. Or, well, flour, yeast, and water. Yeah. Although we didn't have yeast, so I made I used yogurt and baking soda, which is a yeast substitute. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, let's see. I think it was horrible how Cheyenne was taking advantage and war profiteering. Oh, yes. She buys up all the Pepto-Bismol. She, I'm trying to figure out if she's not sick or she's just less sick. I think she might be less sick. Yeah. Because I don't think she ate a lot of the stuffing. Yeah, she. I think she ate just a little bit. Yeah, she, she's she might not eat any because she's you know a young girl like so she might be like, oh my figure I don't eat carbs. Or she just had snacks. Yeah. <laughs> um. In the meantime, uh, before getting sick, Dina asks Garrett to ring on register, and he says no. And then she's like, nope, you're going to have to ring a register. And he's like, fine, after I'm done with this announcement. 
and he's doing an announcement for uh, Halo TV or something like that that also has uh, movies and so he's like that has thousands of movies let and me list some of them he locks down on the Tom Hanks movie specifically later on yes um, he does like each time you come to him he's doing a different bit like but yeah he does the Tom Hanks movie and he's like explaining the entire plot of each movie so he doesn't have to ring like register. Forrest Gump yep um, Apollo 11 mm-hmm. Sully never seen it Da Vinci Code too long thing. Um, but he's trying to avoid going on register it's just so weird why doesn't he want to go on register uh, registers uh, something that some people just refuse to do. It's stressful. It's it's not. It's stressful, but it's not even stressful. It's for them. It is because they have to interact with people. I had someone who was a shift su- uh, shift supervisor, but he only worked the back room, and like he wasn't. He would refuse to do register. Yeah. To the point where, like, it people just kind of gave up trying to get him to do it. Yeah. But the idea was, like, everyone knew he was so ornery anyway that probably wouldn't be good to have him interacting with customers more than just handing them furniture out the back door. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've worked with other people that just refuse to register, um... One person who was like, no, I'm a manager. I don't do register. What? I'm like, no, we're managers. We do everything. That's the point of being a manager. You never ask someone to do something you're not willing to do. Uh, but before she buys all the Pepto-Bismol, I think she uses the money she gets from uh, customers bribing them. Yeah, that's that's where she got the money. Mm-hmm. And then um, is she selling it at the Pepto-Bismol at a higher cost? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A bottle doesn't cost 20 bucks. Oh, cool. <laughs> she, uh, because she's like, oh, 20 bucks for a bo- bottle. And he's like, I'll just buy my own. And she's like, no, you won't, because I bought them all. Wow, uh, she turned that $40 into possibly a thousand. Possibly. Um, then it, it, so they're getting towards the end of the day. Um, they're all sick. They all, like they mentioned that mo- half their staff went home um, sick. So it's really only them. It's like the core, like twelve people. Are they all in the break room at the same time? They're all in the break room. <laughs> and then Glider's like, "Who's on the floor?" And it's just Dina. <laughs> like, Poor Dina. There's no cashiers. There's no no anybody. And it's funny because these people who just like previously like slammed down the doors and like trampled people are now being. Respectful is not right the right word. Um, they dialed it down a notch. They dialed it down a notch because they're not running out the door. Like, there's no one at the front of the store. They could easily just walk out the they door. They could just take the stuff and go. Mm-hmm. But they don't. So Maybe that's... they were there when Dina shot the gun. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Return customers. Um, they're doing... So everyone's like arguing about whether they should, uh, they all are like complaining and whining. And then Jonah stands up and starts doing this like speech, like trying to motivate people. And he's like making up a lot of jargon. Yeah. 
And then, um, oh, well, that's, you're talking about when he's on the aisle, like screaming from the aisle. Oh, he has or, another speech that I totally did yeah. not catch. Yeah, because it's in the break room. He's trying to motivate everyone, but they're all talking over each other, like yelling at each other for blaming each other for being sick. And then that's when Glenn says, Jonah, can you just shut the F up? Yes, that was my favorite part. I think I honed in on that part. Yeah. I love when Glenn just tells him off. And everyone kind of stops and looks at him because he's not someone to talk like that. And he goes, and that goes for everyone. Can you all just shut the F up? You're all goddamn babies. (laughs) (laughs) Then he like stops for a second and everyone's just staring at him. And he like sits there for a second and then he goes, what just happened? <laughs> I feel like I blacked out for a minute. So yeah, the hills definitely got to him where he's just like super calm. Because um, he says, like, they're like, oh my God, you aren't sick. And he's like, oh no, I feel terrible. I'm just taking these pills that are helping me stay calm. And we're all happy that he did so. Mm-hmm. He probably would have punched Jonah in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like uh, Garrett's like, ah, we, we should just bail. And then Glenn's like, okay. And they're like, we're going to abandon the store. And Garrett's like, wait, we're going to abandon the store. And she's like, it was your idea. He's like, I say that every Friday. (laughs) No. And then he, he gives a motivational speech. Yeah. This is like the most unmotivated worker. (laughs) And it's great because his motivational speech is like that. He's like, no, I hate my job, but I always do the bare minimum. And I'm gonna, am I, so I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna ring register. And in the meantime, you know, I'm gonna cut corners. I'm not gonna pull my, the most effort, but I'm gonna at least do enough to not get fired. And he goes out to ring register for mm-hmm. Dina. That's awesome. And then it goes to the montage and that's when Jonah's like yelling out like gibberish. Yes. And, um. Although Amy thought it was yeah. kind of cute and, um. The confidence is inspiring. Yeah. Um, and so they get through the rest of the day and then Cheyenne makes the closing announcement and she's like, we're closed and not like start bringing up your purchases, like get the hell out of the store closed. And Glenn underlines that (laughs) by chasing the customers out of the store, riding a forklift. And, uh, there are broomsticks attached to the front of it and he runs over someone's doll. Yeah. And they're like, you ran over my daughter's, accidentally ran over. Ran over. <laughs> and he said, not accidentally. <laughs> he is definitely in his, like, oh. Yeah, he's definitely in He's having diff- a moment. A different where, state of mind. Yeah. That's when we cut to the first emotional reveal. I don't want to say, I don't want to say emotional. It, it, it is, is very emotional. Where she's on the phone with her husband. It, yeah, I'm just not sure if reveal is the right word. But she's on her phone with her husband and she says hey this is Amy by the way yes about that pregnancy test I took earlier it was negative she says well do you want to say well she says it was negative I'm not happy and then she tries to correct herself but then she realizes uh, I'm not happy yeah because she doesn't say like she was negative she meant to say I'm not pregnant pregnant. I'm not Happy. Yeah. And then she's like, um, um, maybe I'm not happy either. We should probably talk. Exactly. So they're on rock. They're, they're definitely on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Then the next huge thing happens. Garrett's like getting his stuff out of the break room. And Dina 
comes in and like she's like well 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 look who rings register after all full of surprises and then she just plants a kiss on him and then he's like whoa and then he kisses her back Mm -hmm. and then she's like he then they're like "Ah, i wish i hadn't spent all day throwing up Yes, he threw up in a plastic bag right before he went on register. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yep. And then... Grab all the mints you can. Meet me me in the break room in 10 minutes or I start before you. The photo lab, yeah. Photo lab, that's it. That's their their go-to spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. So, turns out, Dina and Garrett get together. Yay! And then he, uh, he adds... I'm doing all kinds of new things today. Yeah, bunch of firsts today. Which is a line she had said earlier because she said, I never thought I would throw up on a toddler. (laughs) A lot of firsts today. Yeah, usually it's the toddler that throws up on you. Hmm. Uh, So, I mean, that's the end of the episode. Um, Did you have any final thoughts on it? Did you catch Amy's real, her fake name? Brittany? Oh, it was Brittany. It was Brittany. Oh, mm. okay, cool. At least that's what I wrote. That's what I think I saw. Like, I, I saw it, like, real quick at a glance. I'm like, I think it's just Brittany. I saw I, a couple T's and... Yeah, it was probably Brittany. What else would it... Uh, Whitney? Well, well, they could also be F's and it could be Tiffany. Could have been Tiffany. But I think it's Brittany. Um... But uh, the other final thought I had, I don't know, did you have anything else? No, you can go ahead. Uh, The final thought I had was, it's not planned this way, but the episodes of Superstore and Are You Being being Served served are very similar. Every time. They're on the same wavelength. So, because they were all sick in that episode, and in this episode they're They're all all sick sick here. So... Oh, oh, the one last thing. Mm-hmm. At the end, when everybody's passed out or or actually tired, Myrtle actually is passed out or maybe dead. Yeah. And Glenn just like, okay, whatever. We yeah. don't have to check if she's alive. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, can someone poke her to see if she's still alive? And Dina says, do you actually care? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're 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 praying for you, Myrtle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hope you're alive. I would also add that one of the side jokes is that Sal is looking for a roommate. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. You had a, you, you had like a revolution. Like well, revelation. I'm trying to think of how how we've seen episodes in the future. Mm-hmm. When was that posted or announced? When was that announced that he was looking for a roommate? Yes. In this episode. Oh, so at least... Okay, that gives us a time frame. Yeah. It might explain why he wasn't at home instead of, like, living in the store. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't reveal too much. Spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. All right. I think that'll be it from us today. Yep. All right. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at DSMBFree. You can email us at DSMBFree at gmail.com. I will put our new website also in the show notes. Uh, 
it's got some blog posts. I'm going to be trying to write another one, trying to do like maybe one a week. The, the, that's not necessarily the more important part of this. So, but it's a lot of fun. Um, you can also follow B on TikTok, TikTok at Beatriz Lopez 490. It is spelled B E A T R I Z L O P E Z 490. And I think that's it for everybody. You have a great night. Bye. Bye.